0: Hi, everyone, and thank you for being with us. This is Fairbors Park Director of Oregon Department of Human Services. In every podcast, we've said that things are changing quickly when it comes to the COVID-19 pandemic, and that continues to be true today. We've seen an alarming rise in COVID case counts across Oregon the last few weeks, and the governor has added requirements for wearing face coverings in outdoor public spaces when six feet of distance cannot be maintained and prohibiting indoor social get-togethers of more than 10 people. The indoor gathering limits don't apply to churches or businesses, and it does not apply to state offices, including DHS offices. The surge in COVID cases threatens the progress the state has made to reopen its economy. It's very important that we all understand the severity of the situation today. I want to make sure you're aware of some facts about COVID-19 in Oregon, just as of today. Oregon reported more cases in the past week than in the entire month of May. The last time Oregon had less than 100 cases in a single day was more than a month ago. Half of all cases in Oregon are from people under the age of 40, and one-third of all cases are from people under the age of 30. Currently, people in their 20s and 30s are the most likely group to get sick with COVID-19. And finally, two Oregonians in their 30s have died from COVID-19. And all this is very unfortunate. We've been making some pretty good progress and we want to make sure to continue that. Clearly, the disease is not confined to older people or those with underlying medical conditions. It's now becoming more prominent in younger age groups and there is no end in sight. We'll be living with the pandemic for the foreseeable future, and we are preparing for that. For now, no changes are planned in how DHS is operating today. It's vitally important that we stay vigilant about the steps we are taking to slow the spread of COVID-19. When it comes time to make changes, we'll do so carefully and your managers will be responsible for notifying you and guiding you through any operational adjustments we make. But for now, there are no changes planned. This means we'll continue relying on teleworking as a major strategy for protecting the health and safety of our workers and those we serve. Many of you participated in a recent survey on teleworking and I asked our Chief Administrative Officer, Don Erickson, who sponsored the survey to join me today to talk about the work underway to improve our support of teleworkers in the short-term and establish long-term policy and practice. Don, welcome. Thank you for being with me again um, on one of these podcasts. Let's start with the purpose of the recent telework survey.
1: Okay, thank you, Ferbors. First, I want to thank two critical individuals for the success of this survey. I'd like to thank Katrina Lim who came up with the idea originally and proposed it to me months ago as part of her Metro Leadership project. And with that, I brought in our very talented Heidi Gilliard to work with Katrina on uh, developing the, the survey and uh, doing the analysis on it. And both of them have just done a, an amazing job. So my thanks to, to both of them and everybody else who worked on the survey. We wanted to create a survey to get an idea after people had been teleworking for several months to get an idea of what was working with telework, what wasn't working, gaps that people might have. We wanted to get ideas from managers how communication was proceeding. Did they feel like they were struggling to provide the level of support that staff needed who were working in the field? And find out about equipment needs, you know, those nuts and bolts sorts of issues. And so the, the survey was really designed to illuminate the rest of us. On those and many more issues.
0: Thank you, Don. We've had a good response to the telework survey, and people will want to know what happens next. Can you share with us how
1: we'll be using the information? Absolutely. We were really pleased with the response to the survey. Well over 50% of the people who received the survey completed it, and we were able to get that information. It's an enormous amount of information, and both Heidi and Katrina have been working to analyze the information and put it into a variety of formats to make it as usable as possible, both for managers and for HR and for everybody out in the field. We've been anxiously awaiting the revised policy coming from uh, the Department of Administrative Services, DAS, on what they're referring to as remote working. We more commonly refer to it as teleworking. And we've been able to see drafts of that policy. It's uh, surprisingly progressive, in my personal opinion. It really anticipates that telework is something that is going to go far beyond the current pandemic and provides for long-term options for telework for the entire state, all state agencies. So when we finally get that final copy of the policy, combined with the information that we've gleaned from the survey, at that point, we'll be able to really pin down and operationalize telework for DHS and uh, creating processes for requesting telework for ensuring that people are working in a safe environment if they are working from a a home workstation and figuring out uh, exactly again how to uh, make sure that people have the equipment and the resources that they need and so we're ready to uh, take on that task we have uh, several work groups that we've developed uh, that include representation from each of the programs uh, from hr uh, lots of shared and central services who We've already begun sort of ironing out some of the basic procedures, and we're looking forward to trying to move as quickly and efficiently as we can once we get the information that we're waiting for from DAS.
0: We've known that some revisions to the telework policy were needed, and we also know that those revisions will be important because they provide the guidance or field and central office leaders will manage to. What goal are we trying to achieve through a new policy, and how will that come about?
1: You know, we're really, the primary goal, Fairbore's is to, again, be able to utilize telework as a standard way of people in DHS doing their jobs. And we want to be able to do it in a way where there's no loss of productivity, there's no loss in managerial ability and the ability to support staff. And we want to make sure, again, that people are properly equipped from home workstations to be able to do the, the full scope of their job. Again, I can't understate the importance of telework in terms of safety. It's without question the safest way that we have for people to do their jobs right now. Uh, it's not the only way, but it is, we believe, the, the absolute safest way for people to do their jobs. So that's uh, that's our primary concern, but looking long term, we have the opportunity to actually potentially reduce our footprint around the state in terms of the square footage that we lease. We have the opportunity to actually recognize great savings while giving people uh, the opportunity to work from home, which, by the way, people have responded overwhelmingly in favor of. Not universally, but the larger percentage of those uh, surveyed are enjoying and feel productive working from home.
0: Don, thanks so much for coming back and providing this update. I know we'll be talking again when we have more results of this work to share, and we'll welcome you back to provide us with any new information that we learn, whether it is from DAS, from any more surveys that will be done as we begin to develop our telework policy. Um, I also want to take a moment and thank our staff, around 60% of them who continue to maintain our services to Oregonians while teleworking. We know this is very difficult for all of you who are used to seeing our program participants in person. We know you miss being with the people we serve and with each other. I also wanna thank our staff who are in our offices, making sure the people who need to visit us in person are getting the critical services they need. And at the same time, going above and beyond to assist team members who are teleworking, being mindful of our protocols, helping the public adapt to them when in our offices, and keeping up with the growing foot traffic. This all is not easy. We really appreciate you. So we'll talk again fairly soon. Until then, please practice the three W's to protect your health and the health of those around you. Wear a face covering, watch your physical distancing, and wash your hands. Three W's. Let's remember those until we talk again.